0: Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship.
1: Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments.
0: This is Reasons to Dump You. Hello, everybody. Hello. Lovely to have you back with us.
1: It's marvellous to be back here, isn't it?
0: Yes, I'm enjoying myself. Um, Good. I've picked a lovely film. I've departed a little bit from what we've done before. The Departed? No, no. Don't get too excited. Not The Departed. Okay. I've gone for something a little bit different to sort of mix things up a bit because I like things to be a bit spicy. Nice. I'm loving your mustard jumper today, by the way.
1: Thank you. Um, In French, we would call it mutal. Yeah,
0: it really suits you. It's a nice colour on you.
1: I've heard that before. I like it. Maybe I'll enclose a picture with this episode so, you know, the <laughs> ladies and the <laughs>
0: Exactly, can
1: thoroughly enjoy it. Nice. I
0: like this. We're starting on a nice note. Yeah. Why not? Let's, Let's hope we can continue this throughout my choice. Let's do it. I'm going to give you three clues Go as for to it. what I've chosen today.
1: I want to hear all of them.
0: Okay. Clue number one. Far away. I have chosen a documentary Ooh. from the year 2018.
1: Curious. Go on. Clue two. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of documentaries in 2018, so I'm not guessing on that one.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Clue two, I made a reference to perhaps something cropping up later in the podcast when we watched Desperately Seeking Susan. So there was a clue in Desperately Seeking Susan as to what we're going to watch. No idea. You don't even remember me saying that, do you?
1: I mean, to be honest, I don't really remember the film, let alone you. I shut things down. My brain is at peak... Volume, certain things it needs to retain. Madonna's okay performance isn't one of those things. Okay, gone.
0: You don't pay attention, so that's already one reason to yep. dump you. We've not even got to what the film is. And my final clue is it was nominated for the best documentary at the seventy-second BAFTAs.
1: Wow. Well, then I definitely know it. It's called Man on Wire. Done. Let's Incorrect. go. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> It's called An Inconvenient Truth. Incorrect.
0: Just don't just don't just carry on naming documentaries that you can randomly think of. Sugarman. We are going to
1: watch. Go for it. Three
0: Identical Strangers.
1: What the hell is that?
0: Have you not heard of this film? No. Okay, so the Madonna connection or the Desperately Seeking Susan connection was there was a scene where she um, walked into the offices and there were there were triplets outside the office oh yeah yeah yeah. and i said ah they might make an appearance
1: oh yeah later in the podcast yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, you just got to jog your memory a little bit and sometimes the old brain cells start working
1: well you know sometimes they need a little bit of a wind up it's like a pencil with an elastic band around it indeed yeah
0: it's all very mechanical in there. Yeah, it's an
1: HB pencil, by the
0: way. <laughs> Three Identical Strangers is a documentary from 2018. It's about those triplets okay. who basically were separated and adopted by different families at birth. Okay. And a very interesting... And then
1: found themselves together in the film.
0: <laughs> yeah, got fit together. That's it. We don't need to what? watch the document. No, 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 no. There's a very interesting story to okay, um, cool. their lives. I'm up for a documentary. Mm. I'm up for learning mm-hmm. a
1: little bit about triplets the mystery that is three identical human beings dun, 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 dun,
0: it's quite I was quite fascinated by it and um, I hope you will be too
1: so do I because if I'm not this is not going to be a good episode I'm in the mood for a fight <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah let's do it
0: <laughs> okay let's go watch and no, come, come back let's and go and we'll do it try not to uh, yeah. fight.
1: all right nice one
0: ah We're back.
1: We are indeed.
0: What did Brian think of three identical strangers in two words? No, three words, because we're dealing with triplets. I loved it. Oh, very nice. There you nice. go. I wasn't expecting a sentence. I thought I was going to get three separate um, Oh, okay. Now I'm adjectives. always, if
1: nothing else, I like to surprise.
0: Well, I'm very, very pleased to hear that. Well, go. I hope you had a pleasant surprise with this film. I did.
1: I really did. It was a really, really good film.
0: I absolutely loved this film when I first saw it. Yeah. Um. So let's, as it's... A when do- did you first see it?
1: What I do you mean s- when you first saw it?
0: I saw it during lockdown. Okay. I watched it on Netflix during lockdown when you were out doing... Who the hell knows
1: what? I wasn't out, if anyone from the government is listening. <laughs> oh yeah, I good point, we were in lockdown, you were in all indoors. the time. <laughs>
0: maybe it was during your one hour, um, you know...
1: Walk. Freedom walk, yeah. Or maybe I was queuing for Tesco's for essentials like toilet roll and pasta.
0: Eggs, eggs.
1: Yeah, we know Sinead, we know about the eggs. I know, I'm just we're saying. Obsessed with eggs. But yes, I would imagine it'd be one of those occasions and I was not outside of the building working during lockdown. Some might say I'm a hero, don't. <laughs> It's fine. So
0: when you uh, weren't around and I was here on my own, I thought, well, this looks like an interesting film to watch.
1: Why not? You watch watch films, I'll pay
0: the rent. Nice. That's the way this relationship works. Okay, let's do it. So I'm going to give you a little synopsis about three identical strangers. Here we go. Identical triplets become separated at birth and adopted by three different families. Years later, their amazing reunion becomes a global sensation but also unearths an unimaginable secret that has radical repercussions.
1: Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, right? That,
0: that's it in a in a nutshell. Directed by Tim Wardle. Yep. Um, and it's a Dogwoof production.
1: Oh, um, and you know, I wrote this down early, right? And I've only seen a couple of Dogwoof um, documentaries, films, whatever you want to call them. You smash it out of the park, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. they really do. In this one, there's like this kind of evidence-building Pace to you don't all you don't know it's evidence building at first, it's kind of storytelling, really clever storytelling, reminiscing, but like an evidence building pace that it's just exemplary it, the, the approach to it is just great because every time there's a revelation you're like oh my god and you realise everything else has been building up to that revelation it's yeah, really clever
0: yeah exactly I think it's done it takes you on that emotional journey yeah which I think a lot of documentaries and a lot of Netflix stuff now is doing yeah this feels slightly less manipulative or uh, forced than some of the more recent things that have kind of come out like um do, well, I don't want to criticise things, but Bad Vegan felt oh, sort yeah, of okay. quite told in a very yeah. sort of specific way. Maybe that was also partially because it was done over so many episodes.
1: Yeah, that's true. It was an episodic thing.
0: Yeah, but... so they had kind of more story to fill, whereas this was, you know, an hour and 30 minutes yeah. from, from start to finish. Um,
1: With kind of three likeable characters that you were rooting for, whereas yeah. Bad Vegan, mm. Jury's Out kind of thing. And
0: it just sort of felt like you... Obviously, things were being presented to you in a certain manner, but it felt like you were kind of being given the facts, and you were kind of being allowed to make up your own.
1: Yeah, I like the way it was thought along the way. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. What I particularly loved about it was yeah. was the sort of the blending of interviews, yeah, old archived footage, yeah, um, the old photographs, yeah, 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 and the recreation sort of snippets. What do they, they
1: call those? Something Reconstruction?
0: Dramatic Reconstruction? Dramatic
1: Reconstruction. I think that's what they used to call it on Crime Watch. Well, I was,
0: yeah, I'm thinking like a Crime Watch situation yeah. here. But I thought they blended it all together incredibly well. They so did it really kind well of, with it, yeah. You felt like you were sort of almost watching a drama film. Yeah. But then, y- you know, you had these interviews kind of interspersed throughout. And oh, they were incredible.
1: Incredible. Really, really good interviews and... Even right from the start, there's one of the triplets missing. Yeah. Well, and the did, way they keep you hanging on that story is...
0: Was that incredibly really obvious that. to you? Because when I first watched this, it didn't strike me immediately that we were only kind of getting interviews with two of them.
1: Oh, totally. It got me. But right. I just thought maybe they fought, fell out really badly. I didn't know the story of Eddie. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Well, I do now, but I didn't know what had happened to him. Yeah, So it was kind of like, okay, they've fallen out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like We'll see if he joins it later or yeah. if there's some story about him going off the rails, or you know. And when they mentioned about him going to find their birth mother, mm. I thought that was really interesting. Mm. But I think they maybe they did it on purpose, they kind of misled you because they were, like, Oh, Eddie really wanted to find our birth mother, yeah, he was the one who really wanted to do it. And I thought, Oh, we haven't seen him yet.
0: Oh, so you thought maybe he was going to go see is... the
1: birth mother, and this is what's caused this riff between them for whatever reason. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, genius, really well done.
0: Yeah, but what What an absolutely amazing, tragic, well, let me give you the tagline for this film because I think this kind of sums it up. Go on. The most amazing, incredible, remarkable true story ever told.
1: Well, I think that's probably stretching it a little a bit. It's a bit biblical, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, like, sure, there's some people that are a bit hung up on the Bible might disagree, but... You know, it is it is incredible. It, for me, the big thing that it kind of really backed up, there's a, there's a huge sort of question. I can't remember who originally said it, whether it was um, like a philosopher or whether it was an Einstein-type character or whatever. But just because you can do something mm. doesn't mean you should. Mm. Mm. And I think this is the perfect example of, yeah. for my money, American sounds like government, Getting involved and experimenting on their own people. Well, playing God, isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, because there's that whole thing with the psychedelic drugs. There was that that came out, which was around the same time.
0: What was the, the psychedelic 60s. drugs? They they were the g-
1: psychedelic drugs, they were testing on their own people unaware. They didn't know. So the FBI were funding an agency to hire prostitutes. And when the men went to see the prostitutes, they drug them with LSD to see the effects of LSD on them, it was a huge case. I've never heard of it. Oh god, yeah, massive. There's <laughs> a documentary about it. Um,
0: well, we're going to have to go and watch yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah. After I'll have to we've... find out what that's
1: called again. <laughs> Insane. Like during the late 60s, you know, when all the sort of but to to what started.
0: end? What did they want to discover? From... I think it was
1: something to do with military. I think it was to do with mind control, isn't and it? Always and things like that. Yeah, war weapons. Um, and obviously, then. They claim that a lot of that is what hit the streets of San Francisco because this is where they did the trial oh, okay. that created this whole sort of psychedelic movement.
0: Wow. But okay. yeah, it was all
1: hidden up by the government. And then you've got this, which is again testing the effects of how people are raised.
0: The nature nurture yeah, debate. Yeah, the
1: nature nurture debate. Um and and basically though, the thing that scares me most of all is after the Second World War, the Americans seem to really latch onto the I don't know for how long, mm-hmm. but a couple of their administrations at least seem to latch on to this. Let's carry out some experiments. Yeah. Let's get ahead in science. And it's like, wow, on people. But do you also think that was the period? It was the, it, like you say, it was sort
0: of after the Second World War, kind of the 50s, 60s, this experimental. I'm, my point is, do you, I don't think it was just the Americans. Like, I think, was this
1: just the general. Um, yeah, well, OK, but the Americans the are the time. ones that are getting caught for it now. You know, so, yes, I'm sure the British did the same. I'm sure probably France did the same. I'm sure all the countries did the same. But my point is I've only heard about this American administration thing. And it was the same when um, they were talking to that assistant, that female assistant. Okay, so, yes. What's her name?
0: So, um, I I didn't write her name down. So, Dr. Peter Neubauer was heading up this study, which essentially... Separate the twins and triplets, put them in different families uh, yeah. to study them, yeah. to understand yeah, the nature-nurture debate.
1: Don't tell them that they've all yeah. got twins or triplet siblings. Put them in separate families, don't tell the families, and study them yeah. to see what happens. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then, yes, yeah, so there was two research associates that were in the documentary. There was yeah. this elderly lady yeah. and then there was... Um, a and gentleman. That, I haven't written down either yeah, of their yeah, names. Yeah. I didn't but, get yeah. you the name. But, but the lady, yes. The
1: lady at first. Wow. She had no remorse whatsoever. She for didn't what seem she to did. have any remorse. She found no. it all rather amusing. Mm. She'd had a very nice life. Oh, look at me with all the celebrities. Here I am with the Obamas. Here I am with whoever else it was Errol Flynn Errol Flynn (laughs) here I am oh isn't that great Picasso's down there should you be a psychologist should you have anything or psychiatrist to do with it and the same with the next guy yeah no remorse they're playing with people's lives and they think that studying to try and understand the human mind is an excuse, and one thing she said. Sorry, mm, I'm mm, but I'm gonna get on this soapbox mm, about mm. this. Sure, but that was the 50s, no one batted an I did at it then. I'm getting really tired of baby boomers yeah. using historical ignorance mm. as an excuse for what they did. Don't tell me people didn't feel, do you know what? It's not right to experiment on kids, but just because someone never said it Mm. you didn't have to take the job Mm. Mm. you must have you know don't blame the fact that societally it was fine Mm. to you know chemically try and fix certain people or to experiment or to drill holes into your skull or whatever It's, it's no excuse it's horrendous and like it just seems to be this catch-all that they can use. Well, we didn't understand then, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I completely agree if with you. If she'd have
1: shown remorse now, I know I'm interrupting, but if she'd have shown remorse now and said, but you have to understand at the time, no one understood it the way they do now, but I feel awful, that's one thing,
0: but she never did. You didn't get that vibe from her at all. Um no. and,
1: and whether or not that was the way it was edited,
0: we will never know. But I certainly didn't get that feeling from her. She, she just seemed to, yeah, very swiftly kind of try and contextualise it in, well, this was the 50s and 60s. You know, yeah. this wasn't seen as, yeah. as, as something uh, wrong to be doing. And I completely agree with you. She was cracked
1: when they asked her about the doctor. He's a sexy man. So, what?
0: I think... I mean, she just looked... She was living a very nice life, wasn't she? Oh, in yeah. In a Californian sort of beach house yeah. or wherever she was. Um, I think she lived, on the face of it, an incredibly privileged life. Yeah. She'd done all these wonderful things. I think she said she'd move to yeah, at some point. She moved to Switzerland
1: Yeah, in 1965, she moved to Switzerland for a while.
0: Yeah, so I think this woman is not... Um, living on the same plane as the rest of us. I think she's living in an, an, an elevated situation. I shouldn't make all these judgments on her maybe. But yeah, I was surprised at her lack of grounding in the whole thing yeah. and her lack of uh, recalling it in in a modern way. You know, not recalling it in a modern way, not sitting there and kind of going, okay, at the time I didn't think of these things, now... I'm seeing it all quite differently. You didn't get that feeling from her. No.
1: And I got the feeling she knows a hell of a lot more than she's letting on. She said, I don't know anything. I didn't know anything. Yet, when they talked about at the end about, you know, there could be others out there that don't know they have a twin. Yeah. Or a triplet or whatever. And she was like, yeah, there's a good chance. But, you know, then the questions come up. Do you tell them or don't you tell them? Maybe that's why. When they're all dead, they'll release the report. And it's kind of like wow, you just have no regard for human life.
0: But I think this is also no. this kind of, um, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say it's an older generation thing. Maybe maybe we all end up kind of going down this train of thought when we get older, but this kind of attitude of like, well, is it better to know? Maybe, it, maybe it's better be, well, to yeah, be kept in the dark. I've kind of, I've been hearing that a lot from people recently as well, not just yeah. from older people as well, I hasten to add. And I find that a bit disturbing. It's like, well, is it better to be kept in the dark? Do- oh, I'm not, it's that whole sure. matrix
1: ignorance is bliss thing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. I find it a bit disturbing.
1: But to defend older people for a moment, just very quickly. go.
0: For, we love old, older people, oh, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and just to and defend many of, them. I'm related to many of
1: them. <laughs> Every time that David's auntie spoke, <gasps> I wanted to cry. Hedy. I don't know what her name her was. Her
0: name was Hedy and she was adorable. Every
1: time she spoke, I just wanted to burst into tears. When she was talking about wrestling on the floor together and how beautiful it was and this and that. And it was just a flipping hell. I mean, she was insane.
0: But was she not kind of the standout for you in terms of the the most emotionally mature, put together, intelligent person on on this entire film? I just felt that whatever her experiences had been in life and her background, her sensitivity and her ability to look beyond
1: yeah it was insane what
0: she was faced with i i just felt like she kind of had an understanding there that that surpassed yeah i mean certainly these psychiatrists that that research associates that were kind of talking when it
1: scares me that the people who were doing the research both of them seemed to have a complete lack of they just View human life as a study, as a case.
0: I think they were seeing it as science.
1: Um, you know, even even the second guy was like laughing at one point about it, and it was just like, there might be nerves. Don't get me wrong about being on camera and talking about it. At least he openly talked about it, and got his notes out. But like at the same time, we've just stretched out there. Well, we were just doing this, doing that. That's what. It, and it's just like, but these are people. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would feel rotten doing this to a rat. Yeah. But these are human exactly. beings. Exactly. It's just insane. All
0: these lives that are impacted.
1: And fucking around. Sorry, excuse me again. I know I'm in a But fucking around with the one thing that they don't understand, which means they have no concept of what the effect will be. Yeah, The most powerful thing we all have is our brain yeah. or our mind. So if you fuck around with it with people, you end up with the results you ended up with with Eddie. Mm-hmm. Like no one seemed remorseful. hmm Oh, well, we were testing who they grew up with. And ultimately that seems to be potentially related to the fact of why he blew his brains out the poor guy. And no one who was part of the test seemed to be remorseful about that.
0: Well, that sort of didn't seem to really get opened up for discussion, did it? And, And I felt very sorry for Eddie's adopted father because...
1: Oh right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was all right. It took me a minute to catch up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was
0: going to say the look of confusion okay. on your face. Father, yeah. um, but because he was know,
1: adopted because they just called him his father.
0: Yes. So his his father, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or the the yeah, the man that adopted him. Because I just felt that that poor man, you know, has been obviously was it he said himself he was a strict disciplinarian. Yeah. Um, and he had a certain way of of raising kids, and perhaps that didn't gel yeah. with Eddie. Yeah. Um, it's a tragic, tragic set of circumstances, um, but that man was, you know, left with this emotion. I suppose any parent who loses a child to suicide is going to be left with those emotions and those questionings of, did I not do something? Did I not provide them with what they with with what they needed? But I just really, I just, I just felt for him deeply, and I just thought this whole. This whole situation is just tragic. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I felt his answers were a little strange.
0: In what way?
1: Well, he had a big smile on his face a lot of the time, which I didn't understand. And then to say things like, was there something I didn't teach him?
0: Yeah, I thought that was a completely normal sort of reaction I don't
1: know Something. Like why do you teach people all the time What? why are you teaching
0: as a parent I think that's that's okay. what you perceive yourself to be there of... and he was a teacher
1: no I know that I know that but yeah. then he was also saying like we didn't share emotion it just wasn't what we did we were a good family we were a nice family it's like those two things don't go together I think that's this just a need... generational thing though. I know but I'm saying this need to paint over the cracks yeah. to say that we're a good family mm. we're a nice family mm. maybe if you shared you're still a nice family you're just Mm. sharing the fact that you're not happy all the time I
0: just think some people don't really have the capacity to do that and I think that you know they they still love and they still want to do the best and believe they're doing the best but they have an inability to kind of have this open sharing relationship or you know family dynamic yeah Um, and yeah I I think it yeah it's just awful
1: but sorry just to and there were a couple of things, though. This, this raised three massive questions for me. Like, first of all, life questions, not about the film. Oh, okay. If I walked around the corner and bumped into someone who looked exactly like me. I don't know what the fuck I would do. I know what you'd do. Make out with him. Yes. Yeah you would
0: <laughs> You'd be like, What a handsome devil. Yeah. Do you shall we go for dinner? Yeah,
1: you wanna come for a drink?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that would be No, that would really yeah. freak me out. Uh, like of
1: course. Can you imagine that?
0: No, I can't imagine. Can you the imagine getting a that? call
1: from Karen, your mm. your mate Karen now, or Gemma or whoever, or doesn't matter, Aggie, doesn't matter. So imagine getting that call and Karen says to you, Sinead, I've met your double.
0: Yeah. And I'd Here. be like, don't be ridiculous.
1: There's no one like me.
0: I would be expecting someone to come along and I'd be like, oh my God, is that is it, that's what they think I look like? No, right?
1: <laughs> no, but like, and you went, you were thinking yeah. rubbish and it was. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know how I would, pro- I don't I, I don't think I'd be able to process that. It
1: would flip me out totally. I and think. I, think, I also, think they handled it really well, the three of them. Well,
0: yeah, but I, th- I think also like, if it happens to you at 19 as well,
1: oh, that, I know. that's
0: such a form. I mean, they, all three, I believe, you know, knew they were adopted. So it yeah. wasn't, they weren't getting yeah, that yeah, bombshell yeah. Yeah, sort true, of on top true. of it. That so I think that that might have <laughs> helped maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um But then I think it's this, I thought it was very sort of honest and truthful how the documentary kind of showed the fact that they were 19, this happened, they realised that, that there, was, there, there was three of them. Yeah. And before the, the darker side of the story came out, you know, that they yeah, had kind yeah, yeah. of been deliberately separated yeah. for a purpose of a study, um, they, they just ran with it, didn't they? Oh, of I course, mean, yeah. they, they, they loved the fact that they'd found each other and then they were getting all this media attention. Exactly. I yeah, mean, imagine nowadays it would be. Yeah, You know, I mean, it must have been massive back then. It would have been even bigger now because it would have gone completely worldwide. I'd never heard of this story. Um, no, I hadn't heard story, it really, But you know. then it
1: was like 80s or something. I'd have been like five or six.
0: Yeah, but sometimes these things stay in the sort of public yeah, consciousness, true, don't true. they? I, I wonder in America if it's kind of been a story that's kind of gone down through the generations a little bit more. Yeah, probably. Um, but my point is now it would be a worldwide yeah, you know, kind of yeah. story uh, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I just love the idea that they, you know, they were quite sort of open and honest. Of yeah, sex and drugs and rock and roll. Oh, I know. We went to New York. You know, we we just lived the life. We partied. We partied. Yeah. You know, we met ladies. We and I have did to say,
1: I can't blame them. 1980s New York with Studio 54 and everything else. Yeah. I mean, you'd have gone nuts.
0: It makes complete sense, doesn't it? And all the attention they must yeah. have been getting. And
1: they were allowed to smoke on telly. <laughs>
0: That's the most important thing. Marlboros. Yeah, Marlboros.
1: <laughs> Smoke Marlboros.
0: There are other cigarettes available, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, but I think good there brands available. But I thought that was an interesting thing. So obviously when they're doing all this media and, um, yeah, yeah. you know, back in when this gets revealed back in the day, um everybody's obviously wanting to buy into this, their similarities and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the amazing nature of the story that despite them not being having grown up together, they still had all these similarities. So it was yeah. a case of, oh, they smoke the same cigarette. They like the same sort of ladies. Older ladies,
1: apparently. Um, yeah, but then when you met their wives, they weren't. They I, weren't similar at all. But
0: exactly. But I thought this was interesting. Because, and and I think it's Bobby later on in the documentary actually sort of vocalises it. And he sort yeah. of says, well, we, we highlighted... Those things that were kind of similar. Yeah,
1: they were looking for them as well because they wanted to feel like they were bound together. Exactly,
0: right? exactly. Um, you know, because the first thing I thought when they said, "Oh, you all smoke the same brand of cigarette," and I thought, "Well, that's not such a no, an unusual thing." You know, they've, they've got. It was for, a massive brand. Uh, it wasn't exactly. like they all smoked. I don't know something unusual or imported yeah. or yeah. yeah yeah no they, they all, all smoked
1: gaulois Turkish cigarettes. No, exactly. It was, they
0: probably you know were all smoking the most popular brand yeah. that was there at the time. Um, and the fact that they were all wrestlers at
1: one point. Well, yeah. they were
0: all a very similar... All at
1: American high school. Yeah,
0: and, and they were all a similar sort of body shape, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. all kind of, you know, a very similar sort of... You would get sort of shunted off into the into the wrestling sort of league. Um,
1: Can I bring up my second question? What's your second question? <laughs> so the second life question that I had um, was... So if you were in this situation, right? Yeah. You knew you were adopted, you met yes. twins whoever. whatever... And then you found out, like, I can find my birth mother. And you found out who she was, Yeah. Mm. Would you go and see her?
0: Oh, that's a really hard question, isn't it?
1: I mean, I thought it was particularly good in this because they went to see her and basically were really disappointed. Yeah. And I love the fact he said the apple doesn't fall far from the tree when yeah. he said, like, they were getting hammered because they're 19 and they're drinking. And then he realised his mum could keep up. Yeah. And he was like, I wasn't particularly enamoured with yeah. that sort of – I don't think that was the word, but, you know – and, that, and then they just left it at that. It was like, well, good, we know she is gone. But And
0: and also that was Eddie saying that who It wasn't to,
1: Eddie. We never heard from Eddie. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, not Eddie. David, David sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um to all intents and purposes, he was the one that was portrayed as having the best home life, wasn't he? Yeah, he seemed to have the best parents. With with, you know, the the father that embraced them all and felt yeah. felt like he now had three sons because these other two had kind of turned up. I don't know, I don't know. If I would go yeah, and I meet Yeah, I wondered her.
1: that. I thought if I suddenly found out now, like you have, you were adopted, yeah. for example, would I be bothered to go and meet?
0: I think at this point in my life, I might say no, but they were 19, 20. No, I know So that. maybe know at that, that point, but I, I would have. I
1: think they were a bit older by that point. By
0: that point, yeah, because they'd known each other for a while by yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. A difficult one, isn't it? I think it depends if you feel like you're you're missing that or you want to put that final link in the chain. Yeah.
1: And then the third and final question, the big one for me was what how would you react, do you think, if you found out you were part of a national nationally government backed it was appear experiment, yeah, like you like you would feel like Truman, yeah from the Truman show, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like it's insane, and then and then they find out that you know, after they've thought, we're being examined, we've spent our whole lives being examined, they then find out. That the study wasn't just them; it was their parents. Yeah, I'd, And they'd been placed with older girls to see what would happen when boys were put in the I mean, it's just insane.
0: Yeah, I just don't think you can even understand how you would feel because it seems so unbelievable. Yeah. If if you know, if you watched this as a as a just a drama feature film, which apparently um, we might be getting one of those. Um, I read during my research that they they want to make an actual. Okay. Dramatic feature out of this. If you'd seen this just as a drama film, you would have been like, well, that was brilliantly entertaining, but a little bit um, yeah, a little over bit the top. A little bit far-fetched. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you would um, kind yeah. of react to this. We don't. And
1: how do we not know we're not part of one right
0: now? Oh, well, let's not go down that route because you'll convince yourself
1: of all sorts. No, but, you know, like, not being funny, we've all had our own upbringings, good, bad, indifferent. Just because that study ended in 1980 when it got revealed, mm. what would have happened if it didn't? And, like, what would have ha- What happens with all these other studies? I mean, it had been going on for 20 years. There's
0: probably so much secret stuff going on that we I don't know. know about.
1: That's insane to think that someone could be probing me on a regular basis. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's horrible.
0: Well, you're going to sleep well tonight now, aren't you? Oh, yeah.
1: You know me. I'm always good with sleeping anyway. I'm not a light sleeper.
0: But we don't ever really find out who the hell funded this.
1: No, but he said Washington. That's when I thought, oh, my Lord. So
0: we had this little piece of audio recording and that was from Dr. Peter Newbauer himself, wasn't it? Yeah. So the Lawrence Wright, who um, published this story in, I think it was in the New York Times, was it? Um, yeah.
1: or New York Newsday, no New York Times he said he was going for the New York Times anyway yeah not.
0: Um, but he he'd recorded Dr. Peter yes and Dr. Peter had said um, yeah private charities and Washington yeah Re- but like
1: I know it's insane I
0: don't really want to believe that the government oh my goodness and also I just naive are to certain think the government, government
1: organisations considered charitable so, like right. the American Psychological Society, oh, okay, is that considered a charity that's just funded by Washington? Yeah, potentially, yeah. Same as in this country, yeah. you know. Like, is there a vested interest for them to get involved? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just, it's just a weird, weird thing. And the reason it's never been published is that they don't want anyone to know how it was funded, and they don't. Well, I think There's something very dodgy about it.
0: That it's the whole thing. And there doesn't even seem to be any conclusions drawn from the study either. No. Um,
1: the so, only conclusion we can draw is Louise Wise Services. I would not be going to adopt a child.
0: That does not exist anymore. So that um, closed and I think that business got moved across to a different not adoption surprised. agency. But I'm
1: sure there's probably the same people running a different adoption agency. Somewhere. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, that I do not know. Under that but
1: corporate body thing, I don't know, whatever they were called.
0: Oh, uh, the yeah, Jewish the family, Jewish, yeah.
1: whatever, whatever, whatever. It was all very weird. Yeah. Very weird. Th- just an weird.
0: incredibly, incredibly disturbing
1: situation. Yeah. The one thing I did like Yeah. I have to say, was it did actually, for once, because it's very easy to at the moment, to get down on them, to show the good side of journalism. Yeah. Like, if this guy hadn't have gone, there's something not right about this.
0: Yeah. So you're talking about Lawrence, who broke the story? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So this journalist joins later on in the story, and he's doing a different thing on twins. Mm. And he notices some small article about Mm -hmm. a study that was being carried out about twins being separated and did some digging into it Mm. and if he hadn't done that Mm. none of this would have come Mm. out and that makes you think yeah don't get me wrong there's a lot of crap out there there's a lot of paparazzi and people who just sort of thrive on the misery of others but actually there's some really good journalists out there that do really important work if he hadn't found out about this this could have still been rolling on
0: yeah exactly
1: these people's lives would still be little more than an experiment. Yeah. Which is wrong on every level. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, or it completely. might have just roll on and shut down. But like they would never have known. But
0: you know, this is the important thing, isn't it? This is why we need journalism. This is why we need people investigating these things yeah. and actually bringing them to the public light. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day it's not better to be in ignorance. You know, no. we need to know what the hell's going on. So yeah, I think Yeah, he did a brilliant
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I just thought it was really good to see like that side of journalism that there's still these kind of serious journalists out there that actually do a lot of good by having the freedom to be able to dig around yeah exactly you know because it's very easy in this day and age to say well they should control the press you know and there's an element of you that would back that like yeah you're right they harass people they annoy people but actually if you start controlling the press if the government controlled the press, this story would never have come out. Well,
0: no, exactly. No, no, no. I mean, you need freedom of press. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, You know,
1: there's a lot of, you know, governments worldwide are very good at portraying like, well, they're getting out of hand. It's all this, it's all that. They're getting out of hand. And with the internet, it's very easy to think Mm. that, you know, it's journalists when actually it's just idiots like you and me that, not that we ever do it, but that put comments on the internet or things that are not, true or confounded you know what I mean so it's that yeah. kind of fight where actually you could use it against itself yeah, yeah. it's a very big big topic guys <laughs> it's huge a, it's topic, a topic considering we're just supposed to be having fun and talking about a film
0: but but Deep. but talking about that you just made me remember something I was reading so the director of this Tim Wardle yeah um he took four years to get the brothers to participate in wow. this story. And I think well done him. that was, you know, partly because they had been so burnt and, yeah, you know, course. things had gone so so horribly wrong. Um, and in the end, he um, showed them, he made a teaser right, for the film to get yeah. extra funding yeah. and he showed it to them um, and he nearly blew it because he said, and this is a quote from him that right. I found online, okay. he said that it was quite tabloid and a bit sensationalist. Ooh. and when the brothers saw that obviously they they weren't keen but with you know further meetings and obviously they then put put their trust in him yeah yeah, yeah. and to to deliver that they actually did and off the back of that that off the back of this whole film um yeah. they then were allowed access into those documents of the study that had been locked away in Yale yeah so in that way that you're saying you know, Journalism and investigative journalism can bring about great things and can bring things to light in a sense. Without this film, they probably would never have got hold, you know, or access to those Yale documents.
1: And that brought up a serious thing for me mm. as well. Since when was Yale a uh, governmental slash police slash like yeah, service what you mean. that? I go along, I'm in the study, release this shit.
0: Yeah, I, I was quite surprised by that because I've heard... Obviously, we know about, you know, documents, like court yeah, documents getting yeah. sealed and things yeah, having a statue on that's them. That's what
1: else made me think it was a bit weird. If it's yeah. a government document, fine, but I'm in the study. Yeah. It's known I'm in the study. I want access to it. I find that really hard to believe you wouldn't be able to go to a court and have them go, yeah, of course you're going to have access to that. It's your right to have access to your own information, as is if, you, if we contact anyone on the internet and say... I want all my information you have on me. They have to supply it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, clearly that wasn't happening, was it? Because um, also there was the two other ladies that appeared in this film, the ones that have written a book. Um, What? So the two, the twins, the female female twins who wrote. um, Didn't take to them, going to be honest. Well, I mean, you had two seconds of them. No, I
1: know, but they seemed a bit... Like they were making up. Don't forget, our mannerisms are the same. And it, on that interview, it was like, why did you say that? We can see that. It's weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird.
0: Brian doesn't like facts. Okay, that's no. good to know. It's like
1: cashing in, I thought, a <laughs> little bit.
0: Um, but they, they'd they requested access to those documents and have yeah. been refused. Yeah. So it did feel like the, uh, the way to get what you want is to publicly <laughs> kind of shame uh, mm. the institution in order to...
1: It's like anything though, unfortunately, that's the way the world is, isn't it? You know, you get nothing done. Yeah. You're sitting on a train, it's a load of rubbish, then you send a message on Twitter saying, (laughs) ah, your service is rubbish. Oh, we're very sorry to hear that, let's give you a voucher for a free trip. (laughs) Yeah, if you try and actually just phone them and have a chat that's not in the public domain, no one wants to help you. Oh my God, what
0: a tragic state of affairs.
1: Well, you know, if corporate England is listening and you want help with your customer service systems, (laughs) you can get hold of me, it's not hard. (laughs) Yeah, Your fees are very out. reasonable. Well, they're not reasonable, but they're well worth it.
0: Let me also tell you um, some more facts about this film.
1: Yeah, fire away.
0: Um, so it premiered at Sundance. Nice. And it won the US Documentary Special Jury Award for Storytelling.
1: Okay, that sounds long-winded. Doesn't, doesn't it? Yeah. That
0: sounds like the most long-winded um The, the US what? The US Documentary Special Jury Award for Storytelling. The
1: USDSJ... <laughs> I feel like
0: it's that sort of thing of like, um, you know, when you're rewarding a child for something and going, you are the best boy named Brian in this year's intake. Born (laughs) between September and October. (laughs) Over over six and a six, six. I'm trying to think of your size. Six Six feet. 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 Over six feet. (laughs) I am over six feet. Just go with that. (laughs) Um, It was also nominated for a BAFTA.
1: All right, right. For Best Good. Documentary.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it lost to Free Solo. Um, free Solo, Free Solo. Which sounded familiar. Was that about Hans Solo? Is that, <laughs> that
1: <like thing? laughs> what is it, Free it's Solo? About, I've heard of that.
0: The Life of Harrison Ford. Yeah, brilliant. Um, no, it's about a rock climber who did a free solo climb in Yosemite Park. Oh, wow. And I thought, I bet it's amazing, but it doesn't sound it doesn't, doesn't sound quite as intriguing.
1: I mean, I'd be a bit annoyed if I was mem- I was part of this, if I was one of those triplets. Mm. You know, I've lost family members. Mm. I've been part of a government study and someone climbs a bloody hill <laughs> and they win the award. But mm. I've not seen the film. I shall go and watch Free Solo and then I shall come.
0: Yeah, we'll watch Free Solo and then we'll decide. And um, it was also part of the shortlist, uh, 15 shortlisted films for an Academy Award for Best Documentary Feature. Wow. Um, so that's quite an achievement.
1: It's a hell of an achievement. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I think it's completely deserved because I think it's a story that needs to be told. I think it was told excellently. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, documentaries are always going to have a certain amount of interpretation to them. Well, yeah, um, to, An yeah. emotional sort of sway. And I just feel for me personally, this kind of presented things as plainly as it could. Yeah, um, in an entertaining fashion.
1: And some of the shots, phenomenal. The tilt-shift shots of New York, you where all me. looks like little tiny, tiny people, <laughs> brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I thought it was shot really beautifully, really crisply, great mm. use of light, really, really clever stuff, which helped massively. Yeah. You know, because when you've got a lot of... Talking heads mm. stuff. Mm. You need something to kind of mix that up and yeah. to make it a bit more interesting. So I thought they did that really well. And the shots they used were really attractive. And you know how good shots are now as well, because you saw shots of New York in the eighties yeah. and everything looked as rough as you like. Yeah, yeah. And the home footage, obviously, where apparently, as was, as was the case in my family when I had my first video camera, no one ever thought of cleaning the lens. So as soon as you went anywhere near the light, it was just speckles of dust.
0: I can't believe you had a video camera. Oh yeah.
1: Hi 8, hi 8 video camera.
0: Well, I mean, we didn't have Bit that, nice. but we did. Whenever my dad took a uh... excuse
1: me, I bought it with my own earnings. Thank you. Oh, very oh much. okay,
0: yeah. Um, no, I was just gonna say so, I didn't have the lens cleaning problem, but I just had my dad's uh thumb. Over the camera shutter whenever he took oh a for photographs yes.
1: yeah yeah no yes. he's, he continued that until his final day he Bless did he, he really was did
0: quite a fan of the thumb feature yeah. on family especially photos especially <laughs>
1: taking photos of barrels of beer being loaded onto a ship love that love it
0: he's there he's uh, you know he's, he wants to catch capture all the action yeah. my father
1: um, so yeah I think for me brilliant film. Thank you very much for showing it to me because I really love a documentary, and it was nice to have a change of pace. And well, that's um, what I thought. Really enjoyed it. And
0: I, I do you know what, I knew you were going to love this, and I knew yeah. you weren't going to give me many reasons to dump you. So, Aha! bravo! Shall I, I, I give you one more fact before we move on? Go on, on then to one more scores. fact, and then we'll do the scores. Um, I didn't find out much information about this, but I did find it. Um, stated on a couple of different websites, so I'm presuming it's true.
1: Also, it's hard to find facts about something that's about facts.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) They've already presented I was drowning in facts here, people.
0: Um, So, apparently, there was a fourth brother who died at childbirth.
1: Oh, wow. So,
0: yeah, quadruplets. But I I didn't find anything other than that statement. Um, I'm presuming it to be true. It was on multiple different sites. Well,
1: it's kind Um, of... if the child died at childbirth, yeah. as horrible as it is, mm. there's not really any connection to the experiment. There's no connection to the story of the three of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would negate the fact the three of them, it would make it quite sad that they were all walking around enjoying their life when they didn't have a clue there was a fourth.
0: Yeah, I also think um, rather, that, I don't know. that may have only been found out after this film was made as well. So, yeah, probably. you know, I don't think it's a case. Mind you, know he longer. said he
1: went to the records. And in the records, it was there was one, three. Two, three. Well, that—that's
0: what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. But then maybe it—it um, it wasn't recorded in that way, and maybe it was yeah, only maybe. found out later. Who knows? So I don't know. There's a bit of a question mark over so that. So, but...
1: Sinead's facts basically have become a little bit dodgy.
0: My facts are in good faith, taken from various very reputable internet sources,
1: <laughs> like Wikipedia <laughs> and alike. Cool. Shall we do? Cassette tapes.
0: VHS scores? Yes. We shall. Would you like to go first?
1: No. Okay. Yeah, I will, because I have to, because it was your choice, right? I'll go for It's it. the rule. It's the rule of the game, Sinead. I didn't make the rules. I only partook in making the rules. You
0: only partook in making the rules? <laughs> That's it. That makes no sense. I
1: know, but I'm sticking with it. So for me, I really, really enjoyed this. I think it was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was... Good music, good footage, good interviews, good story, great pacing, all good. I don't think I'll ever give a perfect score in my life, so it's four and a half out of five for this one. Ooh. I loved it. I really loved it.
0: I have hit the mother load.
1: You have indeed.
0: Amazing. Well, that's great. I am going to join you. Go on. On four and a half VHS. Look at that.
1: Phones. That is a record score, I believe.
0: We are so in sync. I know. Is it a record back score? Back streets, well, back. All
1: right. No, they wouldn't have sung that. What did NSYNC sing?
0: Uh, oh, right. OK, I was going to say why. We are. I have no idea what NSYNC sync
1: You just sang. said we were NSYNC. You just claimed we, to the we listening world.
0: We were
1: <laughs> No, we weren't in it. <laughs> we weren't in NSYNC.
0: Look, let's not start going on about the word sync. Because didn't we have an argument about that Word Wordle this morning? Oh, no, that was cinch.
1: Thank you. Still, We're still blaming a certain gentleman for the incorrect spelling of that on television.
0: Yes, Mr. Rylan.
1: Thank you.
0: I am um, giving this four and a half VHS cassettes. You
1: just said that. You're repeating yourself. You're getting old.
0: <laughs> it was more for your benefit because oh, I know thanks. your attention span has probably already <laughs> drifted away.
1: Why? Anyway, what cassette score do you give it? A
0: total of (laughs) nine VHS cassettes. It is indeed. Um, I thought it was everything a documentary should be. And it just makes me want to read more and more and more about this story, even if it's just rereading the same facts over and over again, because I just find it utterly, utterly fascinating.
1: It was absolutely fascinating.
0: More importantly...
1: Reasons to dump moi.
0: Yeah, well, you've done well this week. As I believe I did last week. So I've only got one reason to dump you. Wow. Okay.
1: Week. You're Go surprised on.
0: even by the one, aren't you? Well,
1: I am. I did accuse you of your facts not being accurate.
0: Oh, well, maybe that should be my second. No, rate. no, no. Too late now.
1: You said one.
0: Okay. I'll stick with my one. And that is, you didn't take to the twins, to the female twins. I did not take to the twins. Elise and Paula.
1: No, I didn't. Eh.
0: And I, I don't understand why. And you you can't give me a proper reason for it. I can. And it just...
1: They, they were jabbering on, they were selling their souls and then they said, um, they went, oh, look at us, identical twins and they looked nothing alike, which Disagree. was hilarious. Disagree. Hilarious.
0: Just because they didn't style themselves and turn up in similar outfits. into
1: someone else's story. No,
0: maybe. it's their story. 2007 memoir, Identical Strangers. If anything, Available this, in hard this film stole their title.
1: Well... Then I apologise to those (laughs) ladies and I hope the follow-up to this film, which is about your lives, will be just as good.
0: I accept your apology, but it maintains one reason to dump you.
1: You accept my apology. You're not their representative. (laughs) Why are you... I'll get in touch with them and I'll let them know. (laughs) On behalf of the twins. Wow. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Brian. That was today's rather academic reasons to dump you.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and you can follow us on the old Instagram at reasons underscore pod.
1: And you'll probably find us on Google Educational now or something (laughs) like that as well. um, Google Scholar. Oh, oh, that's it. And failing that, walk across the uh, square at your local university and uh, tell them all about these new academic types that do this film podcast called Reasons to Dump You.
0: So we'll be back next week, Brian, with your choice. We
1: will. We'll get it back on track next week. (laughs) Don't worry. (laughs) Dumb as soup it'll be (laughs) next week. It'll be great.